I, just I have no reason to be laughing, but it's the fact that I know that I Isn't shouldn't that be. Hilarious? Is that's the reason why I have to laugh. Hey, welcome to Whatever Town. Uh, Ryan has just finished making some sort of witch's brew of a <laughs> reportedly health drink, and Tim and I are sipping on some classic waters. <laughs> this isn't the information people want to know. <laughs> it is. It's great. Okay. A witch's brew, though. With uh, kefir. Explain kefir, explain Ryan. What you okay, just made. guys. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know what kefir is. I barely know what kombucha is. And I'm understanding that I'm that millennial who does healthy things and doesn't know why. However, we've been getting better at it. I know a little bit about kombucha. It's for your gut health. I also know what your gut is. Mm -hmm. It's talking about your digestive system as a whole. And Kiefer is from 24. What? The show? Yeah. What about Sutherland? That's why that came up when I Googled it. (laughs) That's... (laughs) (laughs) It kept bringing that. That was the suggested thing, and it kept. It, you know when you start typing into Google, yep. and then it does the suggested thing, but it pastes it in there, so you're hitting enter because you're expecting <laughs> yeah. something I else, hate, and then I it does that. the next thing, and I'm always searching something wrong. Why is it trying to assume so every that time I, I want to? <laughs> like if I stop typing, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done typing, <laughs> and then it fills in like an extra word that changes your search completely. Mm-hmm. If I want one of those searches, I'll click on them exactly separately. Anyway, so this is not key for Sutherland, but. Kiefer was the witch's brew that I was concocting, mm. so I know nothing about it. Sarah brought it home from our parents, her parents' place, and I have now Googled it because I want to seem like I know what I'm talking about. It's a fermented milk drink. Oh, well, that sounds gross. Yikes. This sounds They're like grains. it's right off the top of your head. It's like kefir grains, a yeast slash bacterial fermentation starter. So it's a starter, mm. similar to how like a scoby is like a bacterial starter in kombucha. Scoby. That's what you call that, like, oh, mushroom right. thing. Yep. Um, it, like, ferments with whatever type of milk. So we're using, like, an alternative milk. Almond milk. Is no. it almond milk? Cashew, my dude. Almond is oh, very... Oh, cashew milk has got to be better, though. Cashews are sweeter than almonds. Cashew milk is unreal. Hmm. It's the best substitute milk. Yeah. Sorry to all my followers who, the, the last of you that thought I was done talking about my stupid <laughs> health <laughs> regimen has now also checked out. Um... I don't know if I'm much further to understanding. Okay. I'll keep going. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> what don't you understand? Anything? No, I think I do understand. Do you actually? I just do was you doing not? it for the podcast. Oh. It was kind of supposed to be like a joke. I was so ready to help you understand. <laughs> I was just trying to play the fool. <laughs> That's all right. So I forgive you. Kefir, just you like aids in your gut health. Okay. So it's supposed to help you digest <laughs> food better, help you ex- absorb nutrients from food. Um, help Helps you solve stay. your problems within 24 hours. Oh, well. <laughs> 24 hours. You can say that. No, it was 24 hours. It was okay. a day. Right. I didn't even Wait, watch the whoa, show whoa, and I knew whoa, whoa. that. But the show runs for 24 minutes, yeah. isn't it? Correct. I, I never watched it. I didn't either. My dad did. Sometimes you never watched when, it either? Whose line is it anyway? And it, <laughs> <laughs> it would just be on and then. <laughs> did you watch, watch it, John? Did they ever figure out whose line it was anyway? No, I don't think so. That's why they're starting it up again. Oh, they're still what? trying to figure it out. They're coming back? It is back. It's been back already. It's been back. Yeah. Wait, it's like currently active? It's yeah, currently back. So. What is it with oh. these like ingredients in healthy drinks mm-hmm. that are just weird words? Like kombucha. Scoby. Scoby. And kefir. 
My grandma, I don't want to in, like consume any of that. My grandma, we keep trying to get her to have some because she, she has some stomach stuff, and yeah. or my grandpa does actually. So we keep giving like wanting her to have it, and she always talks about it. But she, <laughs> I tell her every single time what it is actually called, and she every time calls it babushka. <laughs> And it's like every time, every time she's like, oh, I tried some of that babushka. And I'm like, grandma, it's kombucha, kombushka. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Uh, grandma's getting me all confused. I'll turn around. Uh, oh, actually, you're you mentioning uh, fermented milk in, mm-hmm. when I was in Thailand. We went on this bus and they gave us a bottle, like a little bottle of something. And I th- everybody thought it was always, it's all milk. Mm-hmm. And then a little pastry mm. in a bag. But it was dark. Like it was at night. We were driving through the night. And I opened it up and it tasted really, really bad. And then I look at it. It just says fermented milk. Oh. It was like green. Ooh. And then I was like, okay, not <laughs> ideal. Okay. And then I open up my little pastry. Uh-huh. I bite into it. Beans inside. <laughs> Beans. Oh, Sarah would love that, which means nobody else probably would. <laughs> So that was my story about That's being horrible. in a bus in Thailand. That's uh, the worst. Fermented milk and bean pastries. Everybody got different milk. The person next to me, strawberry milk. Ooh. And then there was chocolate milk as well. <laughs> Gee. Did everyone get bean stuff though? I think so. How's that a pastry? I don't know if everybody got beans in it, but it was all like more of a savory pastry. Uh, beans is so. weird in pastries. Sorry about Super that. Super weird. And fermented milk. Yeah. Did you have any water or did that just linger in your mouth? I probably had some just anyways, like with me. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm Tim, by the way. I'm Ryan. And I'm John. And this is Whatever Town. (laughs) 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 It's currently today, uh, the 12th, nope. The 13th of February. (laughs) It's almost Valentine's Day. Hope you guys are ready because it's tomorrow. It's Uh, not. Oh, <laughs> it is. It's it's today. It's the 13th of February. It's absolutely the fe- 13th of February. Come on. <laughs> Feels like it was only the big game just yesterday, but it's the biggest absolutely of the 13th of February. The super is folks games. ready for Valentine's Day or what? Sarah and I was trying to do stuff after. Really? Mm-hmm. You always try and do stuff after Valentine's Day? Yeah. You try and do stuff, stuff after or doing stuff on the oh. day is like wicked. Like it's so busy everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was a, a real hot take there, wasn't it? <laughs> the Bible doesn't say anything about Valentine's. It's wicked, guys. Valentine's. Cut it out. Um, yeah, it is actually hard if you don't make. I don't know where you make reservations in Winkler. You know, it, oh, it's Winkler. such a. It's, it seems like a kind of a lame town to do anything. It is. Like at all. Mm-hmm. Aside from going to Whitecap. Yeah, that's a daily thing though, not on Valentine's. Thanks, if you go to Whitecap one time a month, what are you doing? Even <sighs> so true. What is there to even do on a date in this town? Watch a movie. Like, I don't know. Before marriage, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've never had a marriage Valentine's Day. No, not even Valentine's Day. Just in general, any date, any oh, date, period. Yeah. date period. I don't know. It's tough in Winkler. It's not. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing to do. Sarah and I think that often. It's like, mm-hmm. where do we go? Like, like especially in winter. Yeah. It's like, what what do we go do? Like, sure, go for a walk in summer. That's great. That's great. It's yeah. awesome. Bike being, ride, whatever. Yeah, bike ride. Oh yeah, super true. But if we want to do something, we have to stay home. Mm-hmm. Or it's like we could go have coffee somewhere. Yeah. But I spend all of my time at that place. Yeah. So it's like 
it just turns into work right away. Yep. So that's like a genuine, there's no answer for that. That's a real thing. It's go to Winnipeg or watch a movie in your house. Yep. There's literally, is there anything else to do? Like you could go watch a movie, but. You go to the theater. That's fine. It's not the worst. It feels like just garbage in there. Well, it is garbage in there. You sit on a broken seat, a seat that doesn't flip back up. And it's like, it feels grimy. It is. And I don't know. It's bad. It's a real thing. It's a real dilemma. And you can't just have one location that pops up that just solves that. You need options and there just aren't options. Like there's no, you can't even hang out at a mall. I don't know if I would do that anyways, but that's what people do. Might be nice to go like shopping in the evening once in a while or something. But you could get that all covered in like an hour on Amazon.com. On Amazon. (laughs) From your house. Yeah. Yeah. It'll come. But I think the the thing with dates is like we end up spending a lot more time with other people. Less one-on-one dates. If we're mm-hmm. having a one-on-one date, we're probably staying home yeah, and hanging out together, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, watching a movie or playing games or just hanging out. But we just, when there's nothing to do, I think you appreciate people more. Maybe that's not true. I haven't lived without it. But I think it forces you to just be like, really enjoy what you have and appreciate people in a bigger way. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's wrong. But I don't know. It's tough, John. Yeah. But don't move away because of that. <laughs> okay. If anything, move here. Yeah. Move to Wing. We need more here. people to co-date. <laughs> For real. I looked looked at you and I said that. I looked in and I saw that in your eyes. You thought, hmm. Well, this guess advice what? wasn't for me. Maybe yeah. I'll move away. I'm, I'm we all know this always is, dating. No, no, so. no, 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 no. This is for you. <laughs> and for all of us. Everyone. Mm-hmm. But I know that you're thinking, oh, I'll just maybe move away to a place where they have those things. I need to move to a nice city with things like dates. <laughs> Here's here's something, Ooh. John. What would be something that would, in your, for you, mm-hmm. would be something that would make a nice date in Winkler if it if if it could happen, that well, doesn't currently exist here. Do you think there's something that you would think of? A comedy club. Does uh, <laughs> <this> exist in <laughs> <Wait>. Winkler? <laughs> what? What's so bad about that? It just seems like that wouldn't be something that would thrive in this type of town. But well, you asked a yeah, thing that's right. not here. You're right. <laughs> Uh, Asks John for an opinion Immediately <laughs>, laughs in his face <laughs> It's hard to imagine anything that's not here already Existing in Winkler and have it like Work at all Sustain itself Like sure. people would Winkler's hit quote. peak Winkler Yeah How do you get out of that? More people A concert venue A real one mm-hmm. That would be nice But who mm-hmm. the heck would come to Winkler When you can just go to Winnipeg It's hard enough to get people Petra to Winnipeg Petra came one time <laughs> Oh jeez <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was... Hey, wait a second. Who was at uh, Harvest Festival this year? The um, remnants of Hawk Nelson. Uh, from very that was this last band. year? Yeah. jeez. Oh, they're just coming into their own, though. There's Heard that like, in the paper. Oh, yeah, they're an up-and-coming band that's been out since I was in grade seven. <laughs> and has two best-of albums. <laughs> jeez. So, I don't know. I want to end this in a positive way as I look over at you and want to breathe hope into your future in this category. That's why we're starting the Whatever Town Dating Show. <laughs> why? A show? Is yeah. That help? Blind dating. You'll just recognize the person's voice and you'll be like, oh, I know you because it's Winkler. <laughs> Already thinking of the logistics of how you do a blind dating show. You could, you re- you'd record it, right? Like you just have like a divider in the yeah. middle. A blind dating show, you hardly need visuals. I'm like, I mean, you, you want to see what they look like, I guess, but it's just, they, they don't even see each other. It doesn't other. matter what they look like, Tim. <laughs> I know, but that's, that's why it's a show. So it's like, 
would this person even be interested in this other person? And then they talk. And I don't even know how those shows work, actually. A voice-based dating show. Hmm. Does it exist? Is that a thing? We'll make it. I don't know if I have a good enough voice for it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You don't need a good... You, just, you, need you a have good. a good voice. Yeah, you have a great voice. That was not enough Tim, for compliments Tim there. hit you hard. That was great. I don't know if I have a good enough voice for that. You don't need a good voice for that. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why. Thank you, Tim. I don't know why you would not. Well, you think you would need like a great like I radio know. voice or something I for understand. that because you wouldn't be the person that unless you would be the person that's talking. Oh, I'm to the I'm the person. <laughs> it's, this, but you're the host is also the not person that's really trying to <laughs> veil this at all. Well, no. Let's yes. talk about this, John. Mm-hmm. Tell us two, three things that you're into. The Beach Boys. Hmm. Uh, probably this whole dating show thing is just gonna get yeah. cut. <laughs> It's a good idea, though. We should think about it for later. Yeah. Uh, season two. <laughs> Once we've jumped the shark. You guys familiar with that? That would be jumping the shark. That would be jumping the shark. <laughs> well, that would be it. That would be the moment. Yeah. So I spent the day with two of my managers mm-hmm. um, building up like a full training manual for my staff at White Cap or for new staff and all of my staff to go through. So that was crazy. That was like eight hours of no stops and thinking. It was just, yeah, it was intense. But figured out a ton of stuff, and I'm really excited for that. So get ready to get some real consistent high-qual brews at oh, White Cap. yeah. Across the boards. So that was fun. Really yep. enjoyed working on that. That's mm. what's new in my world. Nice. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Tim? You played some guitar this weekend, Tim. I played guitar. You crushed it. Uh, my fingers are always like I, I I don't play guitar for a while, and then I play it a lot, and then my fingers hurt. Yeah. So the whole time I'm playing, I just I think about it hurting. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Sometimes the guitar shreds me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the news. So a couple of new games coming to iOS or iOS, Fez, which is an old uh, Phil Fish game. Oh yeah, uh, that was really good. Super uh, good. One game. of my I never, favorites. I never finished it, but it was a super pleasant game to play. Yeah. If you don't know who Phil Fish is, you can watch the indie game movie on Netflix. Yeah, that's a so, great documentary. Yeah, I've seen it. I'll have to check it out. He's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seems comes off as a bit of a crazy person, but mm-hmm. seems like everybody in that is a little bit. Yep, <laughs> might have to be to be a an indie game an developer. indie game developer. Yeah, <laughs> but but it's a great game, and uh, I always said it was kind of like would be a perfect fit for iOS, like to play on an oh. iPad or something. Yeah, I never thought about that, <laughs> but on an iPad for like sure. Like Monument Valley, which yeah. is one of my favorite iOS games. Mm-hmm. I think must have been partially inspired by it. Yeah. Wait, it's out now? Yeah, it's out now. Are you kidding me? I'm looking at it right now. Jeez, what the heck? It's seven bucks, though. That's... Okay, here's my thing about, uh, like, app prices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, video game prices. Video game and just apps in general. People are are so hesitant to buy a $1 app Mm -hmm. and, like, somehow view it as being, like, a waste. (laughs) I mean, $7, sure, that's, like, that's a bigger chunk than $1. But just think about all of the things that you buy for $1. And mm-hmm. like depending on the app, you might get so much use out of it that might help you. Like most apps are like they just help you daily do daily things. Like they're mm-hmm. pretty, they help with mundane tasks. <laughs> but like if you compare that to buying like a 
pa- a pack of gum. I don't know. Like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Because you'll just buy a pack mm-hmm. of gum, no problem. Just stick that in, in with all your other groceries. But like an app, it's like a dollar. <laughs> That's like, fair. That's very fair. Well, the whole like app marketplace is just oh, everybody was racing to be like the free games, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I would put you at the top of the list. Yep. And then kind of just cannibalized itself. So it's yeah, because like now, now probably hard for yeah like indie developers to put out games. And actually, yeah. and not have to make them free, but add a bunch of content that you pay for, like mm-hmm. um, in-app purchases, so that you, I don't know, like then there's no limit on those. Like you can buy as many whatever coins or whatever to speed up your timers, because that's what iOS, like just phone games are now. It's like mm-hmm. you set timers to things, and it takes like three hours, and then the next time you do, it takes six hours. So like you're, yeah, eventually, you're up to like two days before you have to, you know, something is completed, or right. you buy tickets that allow you to finish it instantly okay. yeah and there's no limit so you can put in as much money like there's options in some games where you can put in like over a hundred dollars like there's an option for like pay a hundred dollars you get this many things yeah that's crazy and there's no doubt in my mind that people are doing that frequently wow must be yeah i i have yeah. no i i don't doubt it for one second yeah. but games like monument valley they were yeah. about the same price as fez about like seven dollars yeah. or something yeah and definitely and worth it so worth yeah. it for sure, and there's like just some extra levels and stuff that you can buy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they do. There's like an expansion. Yeah, expansion. There you go. That like added a whole new story and stuff. Yeah, but Fez for sure. I think I. So I'm very interested in that. Here's the top review of this game on iOS. Fez. From yeah, from Deadlocks Gamer. Mm-hmm. Five stars. I wanted to play so bad. View is. I wanted to play that game, and it's on iOS. Heckle yeah. <laughs> Heckle, yeah. Heckle. <laughs> H-E-C-K-L-E. That's got to be autocorrect. <laughs> um, speaking of iOS games, it seems like Mario Kart is coming yeah. to iOS. What I don't know how what? to feel about that. I'll take it. I mean, it, I'm sure it'll be fine. Like, I, I understand that I think Nintendo's view on phone games is like getting people into wanting to play the actual games. Mm-hmm. So it's never like a full experience like... Um, Super Mario Run was obviously not a way you would play Mario normally. It wasn't like a replacement. No, not Mario, at all. No. And then Animal Crossing came out, which is like it's a similar idea, but... Did you not, play that one? I played that. Crystal I and I played it for a while. Oh, yeah? For probably a solid month, we were both like pretty into it. It was like it was fun, but... The tutorial yeah. lasted too long. I it, didn't it make it out. So it was so long. Just like the guided <laughs> yeah. portion of it. I didn't make it out. It was it. so long. I, too long for a phone game oh, yeah. if they want people to actually play it. But there's a lot of <laughs> things to explain. Did. Oh, yeah. They probably want mm. people to actually play it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But Super Mario Run was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I didn't actually buy it. I didn't either. I played it up until I, I did. Played. Okay. I guess did you? I'll, I'll yeah. eat my words a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that game was $13. Yeah. I think it's they, different than one. Your, your statement still stands. But you'll throw down $13 on a pack of gum any day. <laughs> pack of... Wow. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, the idea is to get people to play these so they're like, oh, I wonder, I wonder what the full game is. So they buy a console and they buy the game for 80 bucks or something. But 80 bucks. Bucks. 80 bucks. <laughs> dollars. Um, but here's a crazy fact. There's a company called... What do they call it even? Square Enix? They make... You've heard of Final Final Fantasy games? Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with the Final Fantasy game for uh, mobile phones, and with in-app purchases, they're making more money off of that than their like flagship PS4 games. Oh, wow! So that's crazy. That's wild. 
That blows my mind. So now it's like a no-brainer if you're a game developer to come up with some game to just get cash. Yeah. Like, especially Nintendo stuff. Like, people buy Nintendo products to play Nintendo games. So mm. if they can play them on their phone, people are going to Because then you can get money. people who aren't even buying Nintendo, like, consoles. Yeah. And now there's, I guess, this the idea is this is a way to get them to buy Nintendo consoles. Dang. Or just to make money off of them, even if they don't. So true. Right? Exactly, yeah. It's crazy. Because I don't have Nintendo console. Yeah. I mean, I didn't buy Super Mario Run, but right. I could have. You could have. But, yeah, I'll see how Mario Kart is on mobile. It could be fun. It could be fun. I just don't know how they could make it as good. Uh, as I mean, I think they, they may be able to make it as good, but I don't know how they'll make it in a way that it's a mobile game. Hmm. Whereas, like, how, how do you pay for extra, what, races? Like, if you lose a race, you have, like, five free races a day or something like Probably that? I don't more know. more tracks, right? You What's think? that? More tracks? Maybe more tracks. Or maybe it's just you pay up front. Or it could be, maybe like, it could be like uh, Super Mario Run where you get, like, the first, like, with Super Mario Run, you got, like, the first three levels for free. Yeah. And then you paid for That's the right. full game. Yeah. So maybe they'll give you, like, you can play as one character on in one cart on right. one track hmm. or something. So a while back we talked about claims of gold by Keymaster Games not mm-hmm. being backed on Kickstarter. Um, and now they're back. They're back. I mean, I guess now the Kickstarter will have launched already because it's the 13th of February. It, that's currently. what it is today. right now today. So it will, the Kickstarter launches launched. Well, last week. Yeah, that's right. The 6th of February. They've been making so much money already. Heck yeah. So this game... I wasn't totally into Claims of Gold. I knew it would be a good game, but I didn't back mm. it. I don't know exactly why. I don't know why I didn't either. I feel you just don't believe in them. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> my so word. Um, Harsh. I think it's just, I want, it looked good, but it wasn't like, it didn't capture me like Camp of Creatures did. Mm-hmm. That just, I was sold on, yeah. same with Control. They, yeah. they made Control as well. Camp of Creatures game came out last year. It just looks so good and if it didn't play well, I didn't care because it looked really good. But, but it plays really both. well, and mm-hmm. I, I enjoy playing it like at any point, any, any time. Like yeah. it's just really good, easy to get into, easy to learn. Mm-hmm. Like people seem to grasp it, and anybody that I played it with really loves it. I feel like Space Park is going to be another one of those, like another just a hit. But even yeah. if it's not, I don't actually, I don't fully know how it's played. I don't. They haven't released any videos explaining it. I mean, yeah, they, they probably have. Any. It's on Kickstarter now. I mean, it's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, Boy, that gets and real we, tricky. And we watched that video so many times. <laughs> we know exactly how it's played, but we'll let you go on the Kickstarter and check it out. Oh yeah. wow, well played. Um, but it just looks so good. So I, I'm. It's a day one back for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, come. It was a day one. Back. It was a day. I backed it on day yeah. one. You did. <laughs> it's currently backed. So it's probably around thirty thousand dollars right now. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> yes, I can. Can you imagine if it is now? <laughs> just because so. he hasn't checked in the past twenty minutes. That's right. So. Yeah. Have you guys seen it at all? Oh, I looked at you kept showing me stuff about it and then I yeah. got psyched out. Uh psyched up. Even. Yeah. Not even <laughs> out, just up. <laughs> and then I checked out all the stuff they have on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, it's just, just yeah, the artwork's been so so the nice. The artwork was rolling in. Yeah. About a by about a week ago the artwork had rolled in. Yeah. And, uh yeah, it looks amazing. It's just another good one to just have on the shelf. Yeah. They work with good illustrators for the games. Oh, they do. I I, I was, whenever I, I see who illustrated I always thought it was, was the same person that did, did Camper Creatures, mm. but it wasn't. Really? It looks yeah. similar. It looks like, like it's a similar, similar feel. idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like they, this is more, I don't, I don't really know what I mean by this, but like, this is kind of more of who was buying Camper Creatures as opposed to to what claims of gold was. I feel mm. like that's right. I don't know. Maybe it's just the artwork. It's like a yeah. similar, like it's bright and it's like, yeah. 
just like eye catching. Mm-hmm. Claims of Gold was more neutral colors and it mm-hmm. looked more yeah. mm-hmm. like a traditional board game almost. I don't know. I wonder if, if the, how much the branding played into it not being successful on Kickstarter. I'd be curious. I, I think. I don't think you could ever like quantify that. And just if that's the right word. The scale of the game too. Like, right. That definitely played into it. It was, a bigger into game it. It was like a, a board. It was more like yeah, a board exactly. Not but just still, cards. I just yeah. wonder. Actually, I don't know. It's, it's it seems like this is just simpler mm-hmm. than Claims of Gold already. So. Looks beautiful. I'm in. Yeah. I have been in. <laughs> We've backed it. <laughs> We're Luke. in. Check it out. Check it Back. out. Let's get it going. <laughs> you guys remember Google Glass? Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. how that bombed hardcore? Because everyone was like, this is a huge invasion of privacy. People are filming me and recording my conversations. Was that the issue? It was a oh, huge was issue. It? And then like a bunch of businesses started like creating like Google Glass free zones where oh, you yeah. weren't allowed to use Google really? Glass. It blew up like crazy because people were like getting creeped out because these guys are like, how do you know if this guy's filming me this whole time? I'm just sitting right, here or yeah. not. Or recording mm. their conversation the whole time. Yeah. I think that was the biggest issue with it. And they didn't really get the product to a point where they could actually have people using it. Yeah, it's true. So Yeah, I didn't. The f- yeah, The fears were never alleviated, I guess. Yeah. But now Intel just came out with their own line of, or their own smart glasses in oh, yeah. their own pair of smart glasses and they're called Vaunt V-A-U-N-T Vaunt and they look like regular glasses like they look normal that's really nice mm-hmm. but essentially like Google Glass had like video it had speakers it had cameras it had a whole bunch of random stuff happening so nothing that's going to get them like in trouble right away obviously Yeah. but also at the same time it doesn't have all the weird stuff that kind of like was it actually necessary for glasses which was kind of the issue um basically what it is it's like a heads-up display oh so how it works is it uses um a technology called vixel v-s-c-e-l which is vertical cavity surface emitting a vertical cavity surface emitting laser wow so what it's doing is in the side um pretty sure those are called glasses arms I'll i should know it. this um, oh yeah, you worked a, at a yeah at a place <laughs> glasses shop. <laughs> it's got um, a little laser in there, and what it does is it so it's beside your eye, but it shoots out into the glass, which has um, like a holographic grating embedded in the lens, and that reflects it right onto the back of your eye. Wow. Yeah. So if you're not looking to the right spot, like if you're looking down, you can see it, and it's mm-hmm. like just out, like as if it's painted onto the, a wall or whatever you're looking at. But if you look away from that spot, it's gone. You don't see it. Wow. Yeah. So because it's literally projecting it onto the back of your eye when you look in the right spot. Hmm. So then you look away and it's gone. But then you, if you're looking like if you're looking for it, it's always there. But at the same time, it's not always ever there. That's so crazy. I think it might be great. Yeah. And so the idea was like they're trying to create a like a learning AI to be involved, like built yeah. into it so that it doesn't like the guy in the video said, is this just going to have my Twitter feed constantly scrolling across my eyes? Because that's going to be the worst. Right. But they want it to be more like, okay, you got out of your car. You're going to a restaurant. Here's the like directions to this restaurant. Yeah. And it's just Here's like, an ad for another normal. restaurant. Yes, exactly. <laughs> These guys paid more. Check out McDonald's. Um, I watched the video on Verge.com. They had a little ad about, or a little write-up about it. It said the most important, important parts of the Intel's new Vaunt smart glasses are the pieces that were left out. There's no camera to creep people out, no yep. buttons to push, no gesture areas to swipe, no glowing LCD screens, no weird arm floating in front of the lens, no speaker, no microphones, just look like glasses. Yeah. And so 
I think that actually has the potential. It's just a prototype at mm-hmm. this point. Right. But if you're going to do anything with smart glasses, it seems like this has the most potential. Yeah. So like it, I'm just looking at a picture. It doesn't look like weird. It's just it looks normal. Look weird. And mm-hmm. nobody would ever see anything differently. It's just you can look and have information that you want. That's really cool. Yeah. And it just looks normal. Hmm. Would it be like the equivalent of having like a, a smart watch? Where like, I mean, you obviously can get notifications on there. Probably mm-hmm. You can probably have it so that the time is just frequently on there. Yeah. It seems really cool. I'm just thinking of like what you would use it for daily. Right. But directions would be huge. If you lived mm-hmm. in a big city, yeah. it'd be super nice. You'd have to read directions right in front of your eyes all the time. Right. And not in a weird, obtrusive way. Just mm-hmm. in a normal, it's like printed onto the back of your eye. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, yeah just in a normal way. Yeah, just, <laughs> just way normally printed b- <laughs> onto the back of your eye. <laughs> well, think about when you look at stuff. Mm. Everything's printed onto the back of your eye. That's how you see stuff. It's wow. the high-tech version of the like fake eyes <laughs> on your eyelids so you can go to sleep <laughs> in a vintage comic. Right, without any of those benefits <laughs> at all. So anyways, keep your eyes peeled Whoa. for that. <laughs> That's cool, but I wonder what... Um, like battery life cost of what how much they cost? Yeah, well, because it's a prototype, it's very it's probably expensive right now. Oh, for sure. It's not even a thing yet. This seems way more like it could be I think Google Google Glass seemed too much like a future thing you would see in a TV show. Yeah. Like it looked bizarre just to have one on. Like mm. it didn't serve any other purpose other than yeah. do pretty much what this is doing. Right. And this are these prescription glasses? Yeah. Oh, they're like are. regular okay. glasses, just in the corner. You'd have that's you just get some information. That seems that seems good. Like, it seems. I think it's doing exactly as much as it should. You can like swipe away notifications by looking at if like if there's a notification you don't want, and you like can tilt your head and like look to the left, and okay. it'll like swipe it to the side. Wow. So just like nor, you're not like waving your hand in front of your face or something. Is that stupid. how it was with Google? I think they had like gesture notifications. So you're just like. Waving your arms at no, <laughs> not smack that one. someone. No. <laughs> yeah, someone waves at you. So, anyways, it seems like they've done a good job by not doing more, but actually by having less. So, anyways, that'd be really cool if that came to be. I don't wear glasses, so I don't know if I'd use it, but I would. I can see the the benefit of that. Yeah, definitely. I can see that being a thing that. Yeah, you wouldn't have to look at your watch. Like I can even think about in my work environment. If I was wearing glasses, mm. an important call or an important text comes up. I know about it. I can yep. see it, but nobody, it's not causing any weird situation. Mm-hmm. I could watch Seinfeld at work. You got to wonder if that's not going to become a thing. Wow. <laughs> I'm just looking at you, <laughs> just, just not paying attention to you at all as if I'm looking right past you. Watching Wait, new don't girl you have to look corner. down though? It's a little bit down, but like, I don't think it's terribly noticeable. I don't exactly know, but that'd be hilarious. It'd be funny if it was like you had to look very down and to the right. And so <laughs> you just so like, there's a room of people with glasses and you just all, like they're like somehow getting like a video conference call or something <laughs> and it's all fed to their glasses. Everybody's just looking super down and they're all like this. Like, they're you know looking how, super down. They're all very sad. Yeah. Like you know how uh, people make fun of like groups of people or people on a date or something and they're texting. that are just like looking at their phones. Oh, now it's yeah. going to be the same except people are just going to be like... <laughs> Blankly staring <laughs> off into a corner Slightly of their down glasses. To the yeah. right. That's a big. That's something that's really annoying when it's like when you're with a friend and you're like mm-hmm. both on your phone and someone's like, "You guys are two feet away from each other," and you're like, "I know, but we're texting each other." Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We played a game called Time Stories. This 
past weekend. Mm-hmm. Time Stories is kind of like as close to a video game as you can get within a board game, I feel like. Mm-hmm. The base game that you buy um, is essentially like you can view it as like a game console and you buy separate like scenarios that you kind of plug into that. So um, this is our fourth. This is our fourth one we've done. Fourth scenario. Yeah. I think it's our fourth scenario that we've done. So each one, oh, Expedition Endurance, I think. Something like that. So basically how the game works is we are like agents of time. So we go back in time. We get sent back to try and uh, restore what's called the temporal fault. So something, someone has also figured out how to move around in time and they're wrecking something that's going to greatly affect like the course of history. Mm-hmm. So we have to go back, find out what's going on and make sure that the, that doesn't happen. Each scenario that we play um, comes in its own little box. It's a big deck of cards. And how this works is that deck of cards, we slowly kind of work our way through them and that laid out in a panorama kind of view shows us like um, a different room in this world or a different part of this world that we can go explore. Now, exploring each of those different areas takes time. And as we use time, slowly we're running out. And once we run out of time, we have to leave that world and we essentially lose for that round. So each scenario takes like three or three or four, is that a fair amount? Three or four runs, yeah, so to usually. speak, where we get our full set of time again. We explore three different parts of the world and then we run out of time and have to start again. So every time you start again, you start from the beginning, but now you have a bit of, bit of a better idea which areas you want to go into, what you want to explore, what doesn't matter, what you can like keep, uh, which parts you don't have to mm-hmm. just go into at all. And so, yeah, it's it's like... It's fun because you work together as a team and each one is different. So like once you play through one scenario, you can't play through it again because you've explored the whole yeah. world and you know how to f- stop the temporal fault from happening. But it's it's a very unique experience because you're just working together as a team with your new characters, trying to figure out what's going on and going to the right rooms. And you don't want to go to that guy because, well, you think you might want to go to that guy and spend all this time and money on him, but he's only going to give you something stupid like a plunger because mm-hmm. that happens sometimes. Or you have an option where you can do something, but you lose the game by doing that. So you don't want to do that either. Yeah. So it's lots of like hard decisions and sometimes you make the wrong one and then you like lose that round and you have to like come back and try again. But it's great. It's a really a one of a kind experience. Yeah. And not to deter people from it, but it's like a more of a guided Dungeons and Dragons kind of feel like yeah, you're it's like kind yeah. of a role-playing yeah yeah that's fair because yeah. you take on like the identity of a character yeah and like each room you go into which is like five cards that you lay flat mm-hmm. you there's an explanation of what you see in that room right you as you pick up the cards there's stuff happening on the back of them that help explain the story mm-hmm. it's basically like a big story and you're just slowly piecing it all together right by going to different rooms in different areas and i think i might have asked you when we played this but are you these people going back in time is that every scenario like that the base is just like you're these people always and you're always going back in time or is it, or do the stories like happen differently or is it always like that i guess it's yeah the base story is that you're like this time like, agent time oh, agent okay, right. and you get sent back in time like each story is like you're sent back into early 1900s to this thing yeah. Yeah. this asylum was one yeah. of them and one or was you're like sent back into the place. middle ages or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah okay so it's a totally different scenario each time. You're like taking on the characteristics and body of a different person with different skills and abilities right. and things every time. 
um, and you get to pick what your character is. It's great. And they it's have really different, like, experience. kind of like abilities, like different totally. chance, more of a ch- higher chance to roll better numbers in certain scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Some are smarter. Yeah. Some are more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Some are better at fighting. I always pick the guy with better fighting and sucks at everything else. So I don't know why. So it's good to have that option. It is nice. <laughs> yeah. So in that way, it's maybe kind of like Dungeons and Dragons. Right. And like, you, yeah. you do have like abilities and stuff. Yeah. Um, like each person has their own specialties, but it's like a much tighter story. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like you have like I don't know two options to do in a room. Or Whereas Dungeons in and Dragons, any, yeah. In my understanding, it's like you can do pretty much whatever. Yeah, I you think so. I never actually played it. But I, I haven't. I haven't either. either. We should maybe try. Is the dungeon master out there <laughs> teach us on air how to play Dungeons and Dragons? Be great. The whole series. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, a run can go from like an hour and a half to two hours. Probably. Yeah, about that. About that. I think the hardest thing for us is like, it's so hard to stop. Mm -hmm. Because after one run, you haven't solved it. So it's like, you want to sit down and play a whole nother round. And sometimes we do, we'll play for like four hours straight. Yeah, I can imagine you would want to to do that because... At least the one that I was watching, um, there wouldn't. It seems like there wouldn't have really been a way to beat it in one round. So like, yeah. you reach the end, and it's like it was expected that you weren't going to beat it because there wasn't really a way to do it. And then, you know, the next round. I, I guess you might not know, but you, you're pretty confident that the next round you can beat it, depending on what situation they put you in. Because right. when you, when you lose, you you read a card that tells you what to do, like mm-hmm. how to re-enter it. It might put you in a different like time like a, a different day right like similar like to the, the previous like you might be a few days ahead or i don't know yeah. how it is so then i can see why you would want to keep playing because you, you want just, that you solution see, it's like yeah. watching a series like you want right. to just watch another episode because you want to see how it ends yeah that's to me the sign that it's a good a good game because totally. i constantly want i just want to play for more and more and more mm-hmm. so check it out time stories it comes with the first scenario with the game and you will almost certainly like find yourself buying more scenarios. Yeah. One of the coolest aspects is you have to play with the same people because right. the other people that are coming in won't have any idea what you've learned and what you've experienced already, mm-hmm. which just adds a whole other layer to it, which yeah. is really cool. So yeah, time stories. Check it out. Two thumbs up because I just decided there's going to be a That's thumbs a up rating system rating and there's <laughs> two out of three Very few up. options. games. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather have no tongue or no teeth? Can you get dentures? No. Tim's always trying to find the workaround. I understand you. You have to think about the benefits of either. Probably no benefits of either, but which one has lots of soup? Hmm, With either. Mm, What? Yeah, I guess it would be difficult to chew without a tongue. tongue. Mm -hmm. Wow. The answer to that. Swallow. Swallow. Right. I'm going no teeth. Yeah? And I'm not going to think about it too much. Cause I'm going I no think teeth. I would have gone, yeah, I think no teeth. It seems... No tongue, you can't do anything. Right. Can't even talk. Teeth, you can talk. You can still have, you can still consume food. Yeah. You can chew a little bit with your tongue. <laughs> just mush it into the top of your mouth. <laughs> just try doing that. It would be difficult. You'd probably gain some serious... Your tongue would be strong. Yeah. I wonder how strong your tongue can get. Would you rather time travel to the future or the past? And you can't come back from either one. You just stay? Oh, you're st- stuck there. Oh, well, that just... But it's like, well, Do the people come with you? Like, what if you're married and you have, like, a family? It's just you. You ditch them all? You oh. are ditching them. You are ditching them. You're right. What? Yeah. You're, you're ditching you're everything that you know. You're going to a different time. I don't yeah. want to. Then I'm going way into the future. 
way into the future. So that they're not even a thing and so they don't exist. I don't want to have to see my family oh. living a life without me. The implications of this are huge. Don't think about the implications. Remember oh, how we word. overthought the $6 million or whatever the amount it was for six inches taken True. off of your wife's height? Way forward. Forward? Yeah. I would say forward too. Not thinking about it? Forward. Forward. John? Yeah, I think forward. Here's one I found on Reddit. Uh, would you rather be the smartest person in the world or the stupidest person in the world, but you have the same intelligence you have now? Oh, well. Definitely smartest. What? Why is so that? So, like, if you were the, as smart as you are now, oh, yeah. so you would be considered the, the smartest f- person. I would be at the forefront. Yeah, you're staying just as smart as you are now. But it either makes you're me either smartest the smartest or the dumbest. Or the dumbest. That's a real. There's some implications there because yeah. I have to fix all the things that are broken if I'm the smartest person. Yeah, smartest. <laughs> <laughs> um. So if I am the dumbest person, then everybody else is smarter than the level I am at right now. Yeah. Oh, that's There's like six billion people smarter than you. Yeah. Here's or literally thing. everybody else. Yeah. Here's the thing. Always choose the best option. Always be the best. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I'll choose smartest. Yeah, we that's, can be the smartest together. Well. I know, it doesn't work that way, but right now it does. Yeah. <laughs> so there are people almost as smart as me, though. Yeah, close, but not quite. Hmm. The close you could even be. You could be like... Do they have to know that I'm the smartest person in the world? Because if not, then for sure I'll be they the have smartest. To, I mean, you don't... <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, a, like that superior of a being, but you would just be the smartest person. But I feel like... If everybody knew you were like the smartest person in the world, mm-hmm. then they would expect you to fix everything. But if you just like, it's just one of those things where you're not, you don't know, and you've never checked that you are, and like you just happen to be <laughs> the smartest checked. person, oh, so but nobody ju- knows. You're thinking like you're the smartest person in the world, but you don't like know it. You just right. are like, you just right. think you're really smart, and everybody thinks you're really it seems smart. Seems like I'm like smarter than everybody else. Yeah. The ratings. Film National Treasure starring Nick Cage. Number one. The first one? There's two, right? Yeah, the first Let's one. I think the first one was better. I, I, think, I think the first one was better. I liked, I'm sure I liked it when it came out and I saw it. Mm-hmm. About my opinion of an hour or my opinion of it when it came out? Now. No, what are you rating it right now? Ah, John. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more popular to hate on Nick Cage. Nicky Cagey. Nick Flicks. Um, I enjoyed that movie. It was fun. I was young. Yeah, I haven't seen it like in since years. whenever. Yeah, but, yeah. but at the time, right. like a six, better than average, mm-hmm. but not great, but better than average. It was like a little bit of mystery, a little bit of figuring out, mm-hmm. a little bit of not knowing. A little bit of humor. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit of humor. A little bit of Nick's golden Nick that he brings. him mm-hmm. playing Nick. the character he plays mm-hmm. in every movie. Yeah, it's like he's just being Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Going by what I remember it, being and how much I liked it. I remember everybody loved it then. Mm-hmm. I would probably going by that strictly. I don't know what it would be now. I don't even know if I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I would probably say an eight. I remember it being good, mm-hmm. yeah. but we should watch it again and then come back. Re rate it. Our list of movies we need to watch together is growing. But yes, uh, Justin Timberlake's "Man of the Woods." It's impossible for me to rate. I've only heard the one song. I'll say. Based on that one song, mm-hmm. the one that they told you to listen to really loud. Filthy. Is that what it's called? Mm. Six? Wow. The rest of the album gets not better. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. You couldn't have known that. I have no idea. It was weird. Um, 2020 was very good. I, I loved it. I didn't listen to that either. It had a whole like, brass backing band. It was mm. 
and he toured with them. It was mm-hmm. great. Really good. Also, some of his older stuff, super groovy, super catchy, super nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Why was it Man of the Woods? That was just so confusing. It didn't have any it feel. It at yeah. Best. yeah. It didn't add. It just made it confusing. Mm-hmm. Shoot. It's just so confusing. That's and it just wasn't very good. Yeah. And confusing. That's how I would describe it. Not very good and confusing. Yeah. Like a four, maybe a three. Oh, wow. I was yeah. also just really disappointed. I was Shoot. expecting a lot. Like Bahamas. But that killed it. It blew my expectations up. So true. Love Still that. listening to that. Still for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> so like true. I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd give it like a three and a half. Oh, yikes. Filthy yeah. was a, not a bad song, though. I thought it was all right. It I was, didn't think it was anything crazy, but I thought it was better than average. It was the most all right song. <sighs> no. I don't know. Is there better songs? I don't know. I don't think so. There's a few. I probably won't listen to it now. Sorry. That's all right. That's Sorry, fine. JT. Sorry, Jimmy Fallon, because your friend's at JT. Uh, that one was suggested by friend of the pod, Johnny. Any recommendations for the people before we hit the proverbial road? <laughs> I love that proverbial road. Yes, I have a recommendation. I don't. Mm, go I for do. it. Maybe you'll think of one while I'm talking. Sure, I'll try. I talked last time about Maddie Matheson, who I'm a big fan of, but I've been really into his cooking show called either supper time or it's supper time with Maddie Matheson. Hmm. He's like a, like a very, really good, very good. I don't, I don't know if he's world renowned or anything. I don't know. I've heard, but he's like, he's a really popular chef. Oh, he actually is. He's legit. Like he's spent a bunch of time cooking, a bunch of time abroad. He owns a restaurant in Toronto, I believe where he's from. And so now he's a cooking show and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's, It's very funny. Nice. Supper time, or it's supper time. Sweet. I did come up with one. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to a podcast called Atlanta Monster. Um, it's about, um, I guess this. I don't remember what what time period it was. Was it like nineteen seventies? Late seventies. Late seventies. Yeah. It's about a uh, a serial killer that they th- believe they've caught, but but did it's they? It's a b- pretty. Ooh. Like a yeah. Oh. I want to listen to it's, that. It's really like it's not as dark as some podcasts I've listened to. It's it's more interesting than anything. Like it's not doesn't. It's really, not presented as like it's super not presented. Dark, no, exactly. And it has mm, a killer soundtrack. Ooh. Very Stranger Things esque. Yeah. Very, I guess, late seventies synth sounding yeah, like, type stuff. Yeah, sounds really good. Super super great whenever music comes on. So I'd recommend listening to that. Still going on. Did you realize you called it a killer soundtrack? Oh my goodness! You didn't even notice. I neither did I. I don't understand that. Like Cause killers, serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, doggy. Uh, I'm gonna recommend a pair of XOXO talks um, for the designers out there. Uh, I'll go with Frank Camaro's "Talk Back to the Cave" um, from 2016 um, for the normies. Uh, Lisa Hannawalt's talk from 2015. I'll put some links in the description. But, nice. Um, yeah, I was revisiting some old XOXO talks because uh, they're all online. And uh, those ones are both good. Frank Camaro is just a good designer who I always appreciate. And mm-hmm. uh, Lisa Hannawalt is probably most famous for being the like art director for BoJack Horseman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Hmm. Nice. Check it out. 
All right. This has been Whatever Town. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Whatever Town uh, or maybe some other social networks if you can find us. Um, you can visit us at our website at whatevertown.com and send us suggestions to whatevertownpod at gmail.com or uh, on this new form we have on our website. Um, you, you can suggest them right there. This episode was edited by John Duick. Coffee by Whitecap. <laughs> website by Collectif. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, or uh, whatever podcatcher you like. I'm John Duick. You can find me at John Duick on Twitter or elsewhere. I'm Tim Wall. You can find me on Twitter at Tim Joseph Wall. Guys, I'm Ryan Kaler, and guess what? I am You're back on Twitter. On Twitter. What the heck, John? Said, I had a nice big long thing. I know, but I didn't it. actually give you any time to. <laughs> I forgive you. John's right. Okay. I'm back on Twitter. You can find me at Ryan Kaler. I'm not great at tweeting, but I'm on there. You can find me. And at Whitecaps, though. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. This has been Whatever Town. No, you hang up. Happy Valentine's Day. joke didn't land because <laughs> I said it wrong and then said it what I wanted to say wrong wrong. That's brutal. Especially if you've been like I'm <sighs> sure you weren't sitting on that one for a while. I wasn't. It came you know right into you, my mind. You know when you do like you have this joke and then you, you just botch you just it. <laughs> it's butcher. the worst. I'm already bad at like delivering stuff but when I think about it it's like alright I gotta get it. And you don't get it. And you don't get it.